2: now
4: Now, I don't like to complain about YouTube on this channel. It's a little bit played out, and a lot of other creators do it all the time. But here's the thing. I try my best to follow the rules over here at YouTube.com. And when YouTube.com says that I can show some law enforcement footage, as long as it's not too violent and as long as it has an educational purpose, I try to comply with that. In fact, I even edit out any killing or any serious injuries because I know how them YouTube gods are. But here's the thing this is the third version of the video that i've put out on this incident and in the first version i cut it off before any serious violence or serious injury was shown in fact i actually told people in the audience as you will hear that I was going to do so in order to comply with YouTube's terms of service. In version two, I actually took it upon myself after getting demonetized and confirmed as not advertiser friendly to throw YouTube's ridiculous, absurd, and insane in every possible way ruling against me over every single clip that even had mild violence and yet youtube is convinced for sure that that still counts as graphic violence so this will be an even more edited for tv version of this video if you want to watch the full video then it is available on subscribe star it is available on patreon it is available for my members anybody who's got the early access that's the original version this is version three and we have to move forward as youtube to demands one of the saddest things about modern america is this obsession with racial polarization this idea that we have to paint people against each other black versus white asian versus white everybody versus white because the evil white racists are apparently everywhere and i want to talk about a story where the media is angling in that way but first i want to acknowledge that this is a false dichotomy put forward by the media in reality most black americans don't believe that we should defund the police most black americans want the police there. polling shows they are concerned about police brutality and they are concerned about kills by the police but you can't expect that to to be different especially based on all the ways that the media portrays this. However, what is actually going on in this country is you have the wealthy activists, some of them are black race hustler activists like Al Sharpton, and they're preaching to the crowd that they've always preached to, which is not everyday black Americans that have to deal with the consequences of crime and lax police policy, but wealthy white liberals who want to feel good about themselves and the best way that they know how is to hold positions of unearned moral moral superiority. This is why you see that one of the biggest determiners of whether or not you will support defund the police is if you make over a $100,000 a year. People who actually have to deal with crime are not supportive of it. This is one of the reasons why Latinos are moving in droves to the Republican Party. It's not immigration. It's not religious conservatism. It's crime. People always get the Latino vote wrong. And a perfect example of an issue that was primed for polarization in this country is a story out of Grand Rapids, Michigan, which, as the media tells it, is a white officer killing an unarmed or mostly unarmed black man for no particular reason maybe because of an unregistered license plate. Wow, isn't evil white racist evil white racism? But before we get into this, we are going to go over to our sponsor, long-term sponsor of the channel, Health With Justice. We'll throw it over to them and then we'll catch you on the other side. Our mental health can be affected by our physical appearance. You know that, I know that, and major corporations selling you not very good anti-aging products know that as well. This is one of the reasons why I actually use and I support our long-term sponsor Health with Justice. This collagen powder is the best. It's absolutely wonderful. You just put one scoop in your morning beverage every single day, and you'll see that itty bitty baby glowing skin come out. Look at how much my skin is glowing. It is amazing in every possible way. That's healthwithjustice.com, and you can get 51% off this month only for my viewers only. Healthwithjustice.com. So today's story involves a man called Patrick Loyoya. I apologize for not pronouncing the Deceased name wrong, if I mess that up, I'm just not sure about the pronunciation, and an unnamed white Grand Rapids police officer. And of course, the media has taken this by storm because all they need to see is evil white cop and black person dying. As we know, because we pay attention to the way the media constructs these stories for public consumption. If the officer wasn't white, we would not have even heard the race of the officer, because all that matters is that you have a black victim, and when you have a white officer as the shooter. It's basically what the media is waiting for. And according to their narrative, the police officer pulled over this person. And for no particular reason, possibly due to evil white racism, he got really aggressive with Patrick Loyoya. But the thing is, is that unlike the Minneapolis situation where they refused to release the body cam footage of George Floyd, where they didn't even really search the vehicle that George Floyd passed through before he was put on the ground, which ultimately would have revealed a pill that had fentanyl in it, yeah. <laughs> the police department in this case Grand Rapids Police released the body cam footage almost immediately this shooting actually took place on April 4th of this year and the footage has been out for more than a few days I'm actually late to the party on this story now I'm going to go over the video and we're going to highlight the key points that led to the controversy however YouTube's terms of service are what they are so whenever it gets violent I'm going to have to black out the screen but you're going to see what led to the violence which will ultimately assist you in making a good judgment on whether or not this shooting was justified or not monday april 4th 2022 at approximately 11 8 11 a.m
5: a grand rapids police officer observed a vehicle with an improper michigan registration driving west on griggs street southeast from newark avenue southeast the officer followed the vehicle and performed a traffic stop on nelson avenue southeast north of griggs street the vehicle was driven by patrick Leoya, a 26 year old male The vehicle was also occupied by another individual who filmed a portion of the incident. This video is from the Grand Rapids Police Officer's in-car video recording.
4: Now I have to say this because the media enjoys painting cops as these vicious killers who are trying to restore slavery due to their evil white racism, but obviously this isn't the ideal outcome for everybody. I've actually watched the entirety of this video. It will be linked in the description from all the different angles so you could check it out. And one of the things that I was struck by is how stunned the officer was after the fatal shot was taken because obviously this is not how he wanted this to go down. He tried absolutely everything to prevent Patrick from taking the actions that he took and nobody wanted this outcome obviously patrick should have just surrendered or maybe the cop was evil white racist we're going to go over the footage and you'll help make the determination now the first thing that you're going to see with this footage is the officer's dash cam video and you can see the officer pulling over the guy now a lot of people in the media will paint this pullover as for no particular reason or for an unknown reason or whatever
6: hey stay in the car Stay in the car! Nelson and Gregs. Hey, stay in the car! Stay in the car! Stay in the car! Get in the car! Dude, I'm stopping you. Do you have a license? Do you have a license? I'm stopping, I'm stopping you. Yet. Do you have a license? What do, do? do you, do you have, have a driver's license? license. Do you speak English? English? Yes. Can I see your license?
2: <laughs> what do you the, plate
6: the plate doesn't, doesn't belong, belong on this in this car. car. Do you have, do you have a license, license or no? no? Do you have a driver's license? Yes. Yes. Where is it at? Get it for me. What the, plate the plate does not belong, belong in this car. car
4: and this is the first lie in the myth that is patrick Leoya. because if you go to the body worn camera version of the footage you can actually hear the officer tell patrick why he pulled him over multiple different times so it's clear and obvious that he pulled him over because the license plate did not match the vehicle that patrick was driving hence the reason why the officer pulled him over and the reason why this is relevant actually has to do with the history of patrick now the police have not released any further details related to the core or related to the stop or what the officer knew at the time of the stop but Patrick actually has a history of stealing cars, or at least arrest history for stealing cars. I don't believe he was ultimately convicted. He has other crimes that aren't really related. They are violent crimes, some of them. But again, it's not related specifically to the situation. But the key thing that you should know is that the plate not matching the car is often indicative of a stolen car and somebody trying to conceal that. And Patrick has been arrested in the past for stealing a vehicle. So already we have incomplete information that we would tend to side with the officer in this situation. On top of that, you can see immediately Patrick gets out of the driver's side seat of the car, which is interesting because the officer told him not to do that. And by the way, if you ever pulled over for a traffic stop, don't just aggressively pop out of the driver's side door. Obviously, that's going to lead to the situation escalating. So we have escalation on the part of Patrick. We have a very suspicious and often indicative of a stolen car reason for the pullover and the officer immediately going to de-escalation. Tactics.
6: Stopping you. Do you have a you have license? Who I'm stopping you? Do you, you have a license?
4: Do you have a driver's license? Do you, you
6: speak English? English?
4: Yes. Now the next thing we need to take note of in this story because it's part of the left's overall narrative of shifting the blame to the evil white racist cop is is the accent of patrick obviously you can hear he's of african descent and the reason for this is because patrick is actually a refugee or an asylum seeker i don't remember specifically which from the congo or from the democratic republic of the congo however it needs to be made clear that patrick does speak english and this is affirmed by the officer asking him directly if he speaks english now some of the left's portrayal of this is that maybe this was a language barrier situation maybe because Patrick wasn't very good in English. He decided to do ultimately what he did, which was of course run from the cop, fight the cop and grab the taser from the cop because you know, if you don't speak English, you're fully licensed to do that. But to be clear, despite what the left is trying to portray as a xenophobic element of this story potentially, the officer was conscious of the accent and did ask if he spoke English clearly. Also, the companion in the vehicle, who we're gonna hear from a little bit later, does speak English as well, and he's communicating with the officer that the officer should be talking to him, which is another indication that Patrick, the person who died in this instance, does in fact speak English. That won't stop the left from lying about this, but I need to make this clear to you guys out there in the audience that this was checked. I know you might see it written somewhere, and it was made clear. So, we have a stop, this guy gets out of the car, the officer's trying to get him to give him his driver's license. He's actually trying to de-escalate the situation. He's already told him not to get out of the car. He's already disobeyed that order. But the officer is like, maybe he doesn't speak English, so I'm going to ask him if he speaks English to try to mitigate what's going on. However, unfortunately, Patrick did what we often see a lot of these people do, which was not comply with police orders and attempt to run away.
6: Can I see your license? What? <laughs> The, the plate, plate doesn't, doesn't belong, belong in this car. this car. Do you have, Do you have a license, license or, no? or no? Do you have a driver's license? Where is it at? Get it for me.
2: Order now.
1: Better
5: the plate does
6: not belong in this car. Okay. Stop. Stop. Put your hands on it. Stop. Stop. 1915. Got one running. 1915. Got one running.
4: Court So, of course, Patrick runs away behind the vehicle, the officer gives chase after failing to restrain him, and a struggle ensues on the ground. Now, there are some knees in this struggle, I'm not going to show you because of the way that YouTube has been cracking down on my channel for even minor bits of violence that are covered by their terms of service, despite what YouTube customer support will tell you, so I'm just going to describe that there are some knees, there is a struggle, and you can imagine or go to the link in the description to see the struggle in full, where we're going to resume the video is where the officer attempts to draw and deploy the taser and as you can see in this video quite clearly the officer pulls out the taser and patrick's hand goes to the taser he's grabbing it from him if i play the audio for you you'll hear the taser actually deploying not in its fired out prong state but in the way that you can shock it without firing out the prongs and the taser's ineffective because this guy's got his hands on the taser Now, I also want to point out that the passenger of the vehicle, thankfully, just gets out of the car and starts filming this himself. This could be a horrible situation because the officer is struggling with his back to the suspect's vehicle and the suspect's associate is in the vehicle. This could be a dire situation for our officer that could lead to further escalation. However, our officer is calm. He's trying to de-escalate. He tried physical restraint and now he's going through the force progression with the taser the only reason that the force progression escalates is because patrick grabs the taser now the media will not acknowledge this the media will say unarmed they won't acknowledge that he's actively trying to arm himself and this is what is often argued by the left when they talk about unarmed police shootings but if you're actively trying to arm yourself, you don't have to wait as an officer for them to get a hold of your weapon before you declare the situation dangerous. Obviously if the officer's taser gets taken from him and deployed against him you're going to have an unconscious officer or a severely injured officer or a dead officer because tasers can kill you, they're classified as less lethal weapons, with two potential suspects around the officer. So even if the taser doesn't get you, this guy has shown a propensity to reach for weapons the gun would be vulnerable had the suspect gotten a hold of the taser or outmuscled the police officer in this situation this is not acknowledged by the media this is outright denied by the media this is just portrayed as a taser failing to work without explanation in a lot of outlets and it's done intentionally that way to deceive you people out there in the audience but i just want to point out that officers are not required to go through the force progression from physical force which by the way the force progression actually starts from commands you know asserting yourself with your voice to physical restraint to taser to gun but the officer is going through that progression in this situation because the danger is escalating slowly and this is not a trigger happy evil white racist cop this guy already showed a propensity to run and the cop tried to de-escalate and we're going through the progression and even though there's a guy popping out behind him and the officer might notice him behind him, the officer is not reacting to that second person as if he's a deadly threat even though he would be justified in doing so. By the way, backup is on the way. They're not going to get here in time, so it's just this officer alone out there with a guy grabbing his weapon and another guy behind him who is in perfect position to initiate a secondary attack on the officer
6: the
5: officer's body-worn camera deactivated at this point
4: Now, as you can see from this section of the video, what happens during the struggle is that the officer's body-worn camera, which we were watching a lot of up until this point, was actually shut off during the struggle. Now, if we're in a normal situation and there aren't secondary or actually third-string cameras filming this altercation, the officer's body camera shutting off would be basically used by the media As evidence of guilt but the grand rapids police congratulations to them have actually gathered the cameras from all the different angles in this scenario because at some point by the way they actually move off from the dash cam to make sure that this event is captured and ironically the friend that is actively lying during the cell phone footage that we're about to play is actually covering the officer in this situation imagine the body cam footage going off And us not knowing or not having a clear picture of what went on and we just finding out that a black person was shot by the cop to his death people would say that the camera was shut off intentionally people would say that the officer decided at some point that he was disrespected and this was a golden opportunity to kill a black man this whole situation could have gotten a lot worse if not for the secondary cameras and if not for the grand rapids police making sure they obtain all that footage and release all those angles simultaneously now the media by the way don't take all the angles into account when they do the reporting anyway but imagine if we didn't have this coverage ironically the past Passenger of this vehicle not attacking the officer, not getting involved in the situation, just filming the situation, actually preserve the officer. This is one of the reasons why I tell cops out there, don't be afraid of cameras. Body cams have been proven, even though they were forced on the police post Michael Brown shooting, which by the way, Michael Brown shooting 100% justified. We've gone over it multiple different times on this channel. Have saved more officers than anything else, and the truth is that cell phone videos have actually helped more officers we only hear about the cell phone videos that condemn officers but in this instance we have a glaring example of transparency benefiting the law enforcement side because if not for this if not for the home video surveillance cameras we would just be blanked out right here and people would be saying sure the camera just went off sure we trust those officers sure you bootlickers. why are you even believing this obviously the evil white racist cop just decided to be evil white racist we're not even going to talk about the fact that this guy was going for the taser before then people would totally dismiss that but unfortunately for the woke left unfortunately for the race hustlers we have the evidence covered
5: no, I no, need no, you no, back no worse, okay? come on, bro. I can't help you. Come on.
4: This is the entire video
5: obtained from a third-party cell phone recording.
6: Yeah. Okay. Yo, what's up,
4: Right. <laughs> Now, when I first watched this footage, I'm not sure which version I ultimately ended up seeing, but the cell phone video from the passenger was muted. I didn't actually hear the audio, and I'm glad that I can hear the audio, and I'm playing the version with the audio for you guys out there. Because one of the things that you notice, and it's comical if not for the situation being so tragic that somebody ultimately ended up dying, is that the passenger is actively lying about what we're seeing. He's talking about how his friend is not resisting but our lying eyes are clearly showing physical resistance he's talking about how the officer should just talk to him which is very interesting because as i said earlier the media are trying to play up the language barrier but obviously his associate and him confirming himself that he speaks english don't believe that a language barrier would be the issue
6: Why you, Why you gotta do all that, out, bro? He he's good, good,
5: man. That was the sound of a taser discharging.
6: Let's go the taser. Let's go! No, like he's you good, you can, can
4: you talk to him, bro. bro. It's just ridiculous that the exonerating angle for the officer, the thing that proves that this shooting was justified beyond any shadow of a doubt for any rational person, is being narrated by the most unreliable narrator of all time. And while you might think that this is a laughing matter, in reality, the fact that this guy's narration is so off from what's in the footage actually serves the left's purposes and the anti-cop people's purposes, because one of the things that media outlets love to do in situations like this is... Is transcribe the video so we'll actually see in print what this guy is saying and your brain will think well this guy's filming it so obviously he's saying it and what he's saying actually describes what's in the video so a lot of people who will read about this video and not actually watch it will get the complete opposite idea of what's going on in the footage because this guy's description of what's happening is in no way connected to reality it is actually in fact the opposite of what we're seeing in the video
1: Yeah,
6: him yeah. like Now good like, bro. Yo, you
4: hear him too. Now there were some protests post this shooting because of course, whenever you have the headline of white cop shoots unarmed black person, even though this guy was actively trying to arm himself. Protests are going to emerge and one of the things again that the media does that's incredibly deceptive is they talk about the protests and the feelings of the protesters as if their feelings are connected to reality or as if their protest has any basis as you can see with the video again fully linked in the description. I had to cut it for YouTube censors because YouTube doesn't let me show even the stuff that they directly say you could show that is violence but not too serious violence. So watch it for yourself. It shows the opposite of what the protesters should be concerned about. The officer tried everything humanly possible to prevent this from escalating, but Patrick would not go without a fight patrick would not stop struggling patrick would not stop reaching for the gun nothing was deterring patrick from fighting off this officer and there was no other solution for this situation except for him to neutralize the threat obviously this is an ideal scenario obviously i congratulate the grand rapids police for releasing all this footage and being transparent within basically two weeks of the instance but that's never enough for the activist left that's never enough for the lying left so what we're going to see is them try to whip up a hysteria however i don't think this hysteria will end up going forward because the hysteria should be undercut by the release of this footage no matter how the media tries to spin it now with all that being said i'm going to leave the floor open to you guys so you can let me know what you think about this whole situation down in the comments below if you like the video you can show them by leaving a like you can subscribe for more content you can follow me on all my social medias you can support me via the support links in the description box this has been me discussing the situation in grand rapids michigan Till next time.
2: Order now